So tonight we're going to take a look at the second to last of the Midos in Malchus and ultimately the second to last step in our process towards Shruas, which is the Midah of Yesod Shiva Malchus, foundation within monarchy. So there's two aspects of this Midah that I feel are worth highlighting and spending some time focusing on tonight. One is the aspect of Yesod as the foundation of one's life, Shuto Kamashma'o, that the Midah of Yesod speaks of what a what something is built upon, what it's what it rests upon, what are its foundations. Um, and as we've quoted in the past, the Zohar Chadash says in the name of Ravuna, Kol Binyan Sheinbo Yesod Eno Klum, that any building that doesn't have foundations is nothing. There's no building without a foundation. And the same is true when it comes to Malchus, both as in the role of the leader and in the um, in the analysis and description of a Malchut Bichlal, is that the foundations are, are really critical. In other words, what lies at the roots of the individual who is who is acting as the Melech? What what is he what is he in this for? And as the Malchut in general, what are the founding values? Right. So. Like let's say Lahavdil in America, they talk about the founding fathers. The reason why they're called the founding fathers is because they founded something. It's not just the ball got it rolling. There's something that has to go into the groundwork of when you're building a new edifice, when you're building a binion, that that lays and establishes the the kind of the grounds and kind of sets up the domain. You know, so when they build a foundation for a building. So already once the foundation's been poured, you know the dimensions of the building because you've got the entire thing down to the millimeter squared out on the ground. It's got this extra piece that goes out on the side here and then there's a cutout where the pipes are gonna go in. The foundation is descriptive of all of the future binion that's going to come. So when we're dealing with foundation within monarchy, I think that one of the ideas over there is, why did we get into this in the first place? As a melech, as a people, as a community, why are we involved in this endeavor? That's what Yesod Malchut demands that we question. What are our roots? Why did we end up creating this organization? You know, so often you hear in stories about things like this where people will start with a vision and they've got all this excitement and passion and creativity and they've got this vision and five years down the road they're like, wait, I'm selling what? Like this is what my entire life is about? You know, and, and they start questioning because they haven't maintained that that connection with the foundations where it all came from. So I think the place where we find this actually straight off the bat in the Torah is right at the beginning of the Torah, where where the commentaries, the Midrash and Rashi quotes that straight off from the beginning, the Torah feels the need to assert to us what creation is all about. This is Rashi's opening comments in the Torah. That Bereshit bara Elohim is Bishvil Yisrael, Shenikra Reshit. Bishvil Torah, Shenikra Reshit. Right there at the beginning, you've got to know what this is about. You've got to know for the purpose of what and am I beginning this entire process of creation. Because if that foundation is not clear, why am I injecting myself, the infinite being, into this microcosmic lapse of, of infinity where there's this bubble of symptom that allows finite existence to come. Why is that happening? What is this all about? Why am I doing this? You need to know that at the beginning. So as you're reading Bereshus and you're drawing, as the Rebbeinu Bakri talks about, that the base itself is drawing from the eye and the Chachmami, the eye and Timatzei, while you're 
discovering the first steps of the Torah, smack there in the middle, you have to know what are the foundations? What is this all about? What is the purpose? What is our motive in being involved in this endeavor? Just appreciating Yisot Malchut is to recognize that whenever someone's in a position of leadership or authority or, or in any, involved in any sort of organization or system, they have the responsibility to ask the question, why am I here? How did I get here? And am I still remaining true to the foundations that I began building this, this edifice upon? So I think another aspect of, of Yisod, which we've looked at in the past, is the idea of integration. We've seen how in Kabbalistic texts they describe Yisod as an hitkashrut, a interconnectivity of all of the previous midot and channeling them all with full integrity and, and unadulterated state into fruition, which is the world of Malchus. So if we take that usage and the, the implications of that understanding of Yisod and plug it into Yisod Shiva Malchut, I think a part of the idea that we have to contend with is, is that Yisod Shiva Malchut tells us that within a system, within a Malchut, each individual needs to find full expression. So beyond what we've talked about in previous days and even in yesterday, as close as yesterday's, where we talked about the idea of hod and recognizing the value of each person. A person needs to make sure that there is a, is a harmonization of all of those different aspects that are being poured into the monarchy, into the malchut, into the system that you represent, and make sure that each and every aspect is coalescing in an appropriate way, that does not minimize any of the voices or any of the individual facets of the malchut. And we have, uh, along these lines, we have the Mishnah on Pirkei Avos in the third chapter, where Rabbi Hanina Sgana Kwanim says, that a person has to pray for the well-being, for the shalom, the peace, the integration, the wholesomeness of the Malchut. If not for the fact that there was such a clear, recognized presence that the, that the Malchus demands of everybody, if not for that being there, everyone would be consuming each other alive. Meaning the individual, the way I'm explaining that here is that the individual strengths and kohot of each person within the malchut would overlap each other, would ultimately kill each other out. The role of the, of the yira of the malchut is allow each person to have a clearly understood role in where they fit within the malchut and allow that integration to be happening. And that's part of the importance of the shleimut of the Malchut. Now there's an incredible medrash that I want to share with you. The medrash Tanchuma says, in Barshas Tetzaveh, in the name of Amr uh, Shimon bin Lakish, it asks the question, as we've seen so many similar questions actually from other midrashim in the past, the medrash asks the question, why did Shaul merit to the Malchus? Why was it that he deserved the Malchut? So elsewhere in Shas, so I think it's also a Medrash Rabbah. There's a reason given that it's because of Anava, the excess humility then that, 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 that uh, Shaul expressed. The Medrash Sanchuma here says a fascinating thing. I thought it was very beautiful and appropriate for this Midah. Rishlakish says, why did Shaul merit to have the Malchut? It says as follows, Mipnei shahaya zekeno madlik nerot larabim ta'afelim Because his grandfather would light candles in the public 
in the dark alleyways of the city. That's why. Because Shaul's Zaidi would go around town making sure that every dark alleyway was lit. It's an incredible, first of all, the imagery. What type of person spends their time making sure that every small little nook and cranny of the village has light? What type of person is that? I think the idea over there is the care and commitment. Imagine, literally, think about what it would take to get a person to walk out of their house at night and make sure that every single street light is lit. There's, a, there's an intense desire on behalf of the Melech for each and every individual to have their place and feel comfortable and feel a part of what's going on here. Feel like they're not outside of the foundations of the people. It's not like the capital city is where the action and the life of the party is happening, where the Malchut really is. And out there in your little village, I mean, yeah, we'll use your resources, we'll pull you in, and sure, you know, when I come to town, you better come out and celebrate me. But you're really not built on the same foundations that we are. Shaul is Zoha to the Malucha because he comes from an, a lineage of people who were committed to the people who were inclusive of every member within the society, who wanted them to know that the lights don't stop at the edge of the capital, but the light is extended into your own personal domain, that there isn't going to be a place in the community where there is somebody who can't make it through their day because of the darkness that subsumes them. So this is the lineage that Shaul was building upon. So we find this idea of the shleimut of the Am, of Klal Yisrael, as being critical, as, especially as we're working our way extremely close to Shavuos. We know that this is one of the critical ideas of how Klal Yisrael will be able to be Mechabal the Torah. Right? Chazal say, Vayichan Yisrael neged ahar ki ish echad belev echad, as a single person, a unified heart, that every aspect of Yisrael were all together. There's a beautiful line in the at the end of um, the Shla's writings on, on Sechat Sukkah, where he says the reason why Klal Yisrael are called Knesset Yisrael, the gathering of Israel. He says that even though down here on earth, even though down here, there could be some machloket ultimately between us, but up above at the roots of our souls, we're all unified and gathered together in a fundamental way, that our, that each and every member of Israel has their place within the aggregate whole of the people. We're called the ingathering of Israel. We're all unified in that, in that sense. And that's part of the establishment of Malchut Yisrael. And he goes on to say that if there's, when there is division down here between us, it creates divisions up above as well. But there's a problem with that because we're unified up above. So you're taking something which is intrinsically one and you're tearing it apart. He says, realize how the magnitude of your actions, and he says, that's why every member of Israel is required to chase after peace and to be unified and whole together without any possible blemish. And that is part of the Hilidamot Lekonam to becoming similar to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So we find this idea of kol Yisrael arevim zelazeh, that every member of Yisrael, like the Gemara in Shavuah says, Gemara in Sanhedrin, 
that each and every member of Israel has responsibility. We're guarantors one on another. What's a guarantor? A guarantor is that if if Ruvain doesn't pull through on his loan, I'm going to step in for him. That's my responsibility. That's what Shaul's grandfather did. Oh, somebody doesn't have a light in their village on their little road on their little uh, road at the end of the block. I'm going to step in for them. I'm going to make sure that their light is shining if they're not able to do it on their own. That's the role of Malchut. To make sure that the people are all established on the same foundation that you are. That everyone gets to participate in that rock-solid foundation that you've laid as the Melech. To make sure that if they're, if they're not, for whatever reason, stepping in, that you step in for them. You bring the light into their lives so that they can participate in that Yisod. And this is probably connected also to the mitzvah of Tochacha that every member of Yisrael has. As the Rambam says, it beautifully describes that the essence of the mitzvah of Tochacha is to tell a person, what are you doing to yourself? You're harming yourself. You're missing out on an incredible opportunity. I want you to enjoy your life. I want you to have the best. And this is why the Brisa in Masechus Derech Eretz Zuta, in the ninth chapter, says an incredible thing. That it says, describing the what it says in the Mishnah about loving peace, and hating machloket. So Rabbi Eliezer HaKafar said as follows. It says, Gadol HaShalom. You want to know how great peace is, how great unity is? Sha'afilu b'sha'a Even at a time that Kali Yisrael could be worshipping idols. V'yeh shalom b'neim. If there is unity, if there is peace, if there is wholesomeness between them, one another. I don't want to do anything to them. I don't want to harm them. What, I'm going to mess around with how they're doing and possibly put at risk the harmony that they've got going on? I can't put that at risk. And it continues and tells us that the Chachamim say that this is true on any level of societal structure. The Chachamim say, If you have a shul, that has division within it, if they can't manage to get along, if they can't be a kahila of achdus, if every six months they're breaking off in another little community, in another little shtibel onto the side, it's destined for destruction, says the Brisa. Because that's not what Klal Yisrael are about. What makes us a, a unified Am, what makes us a, a mamlechet kohanim, is the fact that we have that shalom between one another, that each and every member is part of it, and is an essential component of it. And as the Gemara, I believe it's the Gemara in Tainus says, that when you're having a Tainus for the community, you have to make sure there's Tzadikim and Rashayim involved in the Tainus. You can't just do it just with the Tzadikim, get the righteous guys together. Every man has to be there. Everyone is a required participation. And this was the recognition that Shaul's family had, which allowed them access into the role of Malchus for Yisrael. And this is as we're coming up to Shavuos. This is one of the fundamental recognitions that Kabbalah Satorah is miyusad upon. That the ki'ish echad belevi chad, that the bris that we entered into, which was an eternal bris not only between us and Kaddish Baruch Hu, but between us and each other, between each and every member of Israel, and between each and every member of Israel, between the, the arevas that each and every other member of Israel has with each and every other member of Israel the compounded responsibility that we have for one another to bring light into the dark alleyways of another member of Yisrael's life is the critical aspect of Yisod Shem Malchut 
and is, is a truly an, an actionable goal. As we work our way towards Shavuos, it's coming extremely close. As we set ourselves up around Har Sinai and we become prepared to accept the Torah, we need to understand why are we here? What is Har Sinai itself founded upon? What is the base of Har Sinai upon which the Jewish people stood as they prepared to, re- to receive the Torah? And that foundation that allowed Har Sinai to make its presence and to have its impact was the idea of Kol Yisrael Arevim Zelazeh, was the notion that we're all in this together, and was the responsibility of recognizing that as Knesset Yisrael, we ultimately are all unified and we have that responsibility to embrace one another and to bring light into the darkest and quietest alleyways of the collective Jewish soul. So these are some thoughts for Yisod Shiva Malchut. Thanks so much for joining, and Mir Tashem, we'll see you all tomorrow night for the ultimate final conclusion of our Midos Ayom explorations.